And if you follow up, it would be almost impossible not to get some kind of work. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I'm David Allen from MakeWordsPay.com, and we're back with another exciting guest. Today's guest, uh, I've heard about for many years. Uh, I took one of his courses ooh, four or five years ago. It was one thing that sort of really opened my eyes to some very uh, specific skill sets, I would say. And he's going to talk about that today. He's going to talk about uh, some client-getting strategies. John Angelacci, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, you're, you're a person I've heard about for uh, years ago, you know, I guess because I got into it through uh, Gary Halbert, John Carlton, people like that. Your name was sort of always floating around. Uh, I heard David Garfinkel talk about you a bit. And then I haven't heard much, you know, for a few years. You've kind of maybe keeping a low profile, at least for me, <laughs> you know. Uh, so maybe take us back to you know, how you got into copywriting and uh, sort of your superhero origin story, as we like to call it. <laughs> sure. Um, so what happened was I was in my early 20s and um, I got the bright idea to get into real estate. Mm. And um, I had no idea how to sell. I didn't know anything at all. But I did get my real estate license and I started uh, trying to sell real estate. And uh, what I did at first was um, since I didn't know what to do, and at the time I was working for Century 21, um, they weren't doing training anymore. They, you know, real estate mm-hmm. companies used to do training, and then what happened is they found out that they were training their competition. <laughs> so they were training their agents. The agents were doing well, then the agents would go off on their own, or they would go to a different company because there's, you know, uh, right. better incentives or whatever. So they, there was no training. So I literally went to the library and I looked up real estate sales and I came across a couple of different books and the books were telling me that I had to go cold call, uh, pick up the phone and call people or knock on doors. So I started mm. doing that wow. because I didn't know what else to do. Sure. It actually worked to some extent, but it didn't work very well. And um, it became very obvious that if I wanted food with my meals, I needed to learn how to get prospects <laughs> and how to get people coming to me. So at the time, uh, somebody had tipped me off that uh, the number one Remax agent in our area was looking for people to join her team. So I interviewed with her. She hired me, and I was reading. Um, now she had a ton of leads because she had listings and everything, so leads were coming in. But we we're looking to sort of improve upon that. And at the time, the number one Remax agent in the world was Craig Proctor. Right. He was selling like one or two houses a day, and he had a system for lead generation that used direct response. So we we found out about that. We didn't buy his system, but we bought um, another product that was much cheaper that had the same basic premise. And we started using direct response ads to get calls coming in. And all of a sudden we're getting three, four, 500 calls a month. Um, <laughs> people were just streaming in. It was crazy because now we had the opposite problem. Whereas before I had no leads, now I had so many, I couldn't, I couldn't handle them all. Um, but I started writing ads and that, that was sort of my foray into, into direct response, uh, 
copywriting and marketing. So that worked out pretty well. And then I started using that. I started selling mortgages and I used uh, direct response for that to some extent. But my, my boss at that company was all about selling. He was all about just going in person and talking to real estate agents. And he had, you know, if you want to be a really good salesperson, you kind of have to have a certain personality. And I, mm. I don't really have that. Um, I'm not that gregarious and outgoing and charismatic. I'm not really interested in being that way. Right. So for me, it didn't work. But the direct response stuff that I was doing for them was working. And um, I had a call with Gary Halbert at the time. I was telling him what was going on. He's like, you got to get out of there. He's like, if you're writing ads that are working, you know, you got to get out of there and do your own thing. And it, it became pretty obvious to me that I had the knack for writing ads that got response. Obviously, they didn't all work. There's plenty of stuff that didn't sure. work. But we created certain systems. For instance, for the real estate agency I was in, we put together a system that did something like $25 million in sales over the course of four or five years. Wow. And probably more than that. That's just what I know of. Um, for the mortgage company, I put together just a, a couple of simple promotions and they brought in about $14 million. That's gross sales. That's wow. not you know, right. profit, but still, that's pretty significant. Yeah. Um, but these guys didn't really appreciate it. I mean, they didn't think that this was you know, anything that uh, they wanted to go with. So what I decided to do then was, and, and a little bit at, at the nudging of Gary Halbert, I decided to go ahead and hang out my shingle and I started taking clients and here we are. <laughs> and it's uh, led you down to this path, uh, right to this podcast here today. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's fascinating though how different people come into this. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, from many varied fields and uh, a lot of the uh, paths, of course, were nudged in a direction by people like Gary Halbert or Dan Kennedy. So yeah, it's fascinating. So when you hung out your shingle, like what was the, I know our, our clientele and our listeners love to hear about different ways of, uh, of generating clients. And obviously you sure. ge you've generated a lot of clients by the sounds of it, certainly. So maybe let's get into some of that stuff to sort of get, get us rolling here. Yeah, what I, what I did initially was the internet was sort of brand new at the time uh, or close to it. People were just it was just starting to pick up steam. So what what I did was uh, I listened to what Gary Halbert said. And, and the number one thing that I learned from Gary Halbert was you have to be a student of markets. Um, right. It's the most important thing. It's more important than writing copy because you get your ideas and your content and so forth for your copy from the market. And so, you know, Gary would say if you if you wanted to get into direct response, you get the standard rate and data service and you look through it and you find a list and now you know what that list is buying and, and you create a, a product that's similar or better, obviously, um, and you and you pitch it to, to the list. So the, the thought that I had was who hires copywriters? Now, interestingly enough, because I was so new at the time, <laughs> I didn't even know about companies like Agora and Casey right. and some of those. But what I did know was I knew that there were certain internet marketing gurus, quote unquote, who were using copy. So it was, you know, who hires copywriters, who uses copy, who needs direct response copy. So I made a list of about 20 of them. Mm. And I sent out an email. It was a very short email that basically said, my name is John. I have some experience writing copy. I've been doing it successfully for myself. If you hire copywriters or if you have projects where you need somebody else to take over because you've got too much going on, keep me in mind. I mean, that was basically it. Wow. And I had five or six people respond back to me. Nice. And one of those was Michelle Fortin, who at the time had a copywriting agency. 
Right, right. And that's that started the whole thing, that one email. And at the time, interestingly enough, I didn't have a computer. I wasn't <laughs> online myself. I right. actually went to the public library and used my Yahoo account, and I sent out email to these people. Now, maybe that's considered spamming. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so, in my opinion, because right. these guys were all interested in copywriting and copy, and I was looking to make a connection. It wasn't just... You know, even if they didn't hire me, there are people that I actually ended up making a connection with sure. um, that, that has lasted. So it was just um, – so, yeah, free Yahoo account at the public library with a very short, maybe 200-word email got the whole thing going. Wow. Uh, and ever since then, I've been a working stiff copywriter. <laughs> <laughs> ever since. <laughs> well, that's fascinating that the, you sort of done it that way. That was kind of a almost a uh, shorter oh. version of the uh, – with the Chet Holmes Dream 100 or something like that. Yeah, right. Well, you know, what I found interesting was I talked to other copywriters and it seemed like, it, it seems to me that if you want to get the best traction, you've got to know what you're doing. You, got, you have to have some samples. You have to have some experience, but it's going to the seminars that's going to probably get you the best traction. Right. The problem with that is for most copywriters starting out is it's expensive mm -hmm. and it's still hit or miss. Right. So when I started out, I just, I just did what Gary Halbert said. Quite literally, I put together a list of people who are likely prospects, and I knew they used copies, so it wasn't a matter of guessing there. I just wasn't sure if they necessarily hired mm -hmm. copywriters. And then I targeted them, and I, and I sent them an email with an offer that was, I would consider it a soft offer. Mm -hmm. That could easily be dismissed, but it could also very easily. And, and by the way, I kind of knew these guys were overwhelmed. I don't right. know anybody who is in a direct response business that's doing well that isn't overwhelmed. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. It, it was kind of obvious to me that at some point they may need somebody to dump off some stuff to. And also I had winning ads. So, I mean, I had ads that had literally pulled in hundreds of thousands of dollars at the time. Right. So, you know. I had I had that that ace up my sleep so to speak. If you're somebody who doesn't have that, uh, you know, um, it might be worthwhile writing some ads for yourself and, and trying to sell some products to get some experience because um, most serious direct response marketing companies want to know that you know what you're doing, right. and the only way they can really tell is by looking at samples and then taking a chance on you for mm -hmm. a project. Right, taking a flyer. <laughs> yeah. That's very that's very interesting. Uh, you know, when you were writing for the real estate companies, the mortgage companies, were you reading, you know, the classic books? Were you uh, studying other people? Like what was sort of your, or were you just winging it kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let, let me answer that in just a second and just go back real quick to okay. getting clients. Um, in my personal opinion, the quickest and best way to get clients is to do what I did, but not necessarily with email. Uh, there are a bunch of different directories that include direct marketing companies. Okay. There's the directory of major mailers. There's direct marketing marketplace. Mm -hmm. There's the standard rate and data service, which if you have uh, a big enough library in your area, you, you know, you might be able to get access to it for free. Right. So my suggestion would be if you want to get clients is to, this is one way and there's okay. other ways, but in my opinion, the best way to do it is get yourself access to one of these directories put together a list of 500 prospects and you know you can hire somebody on Upwork or at Fiverr to do mm -hmm. the data entry for you. I just hired somebody in the Philippines because I'm doing a promotion now and it costs like 30 bucks to okay. put everything together. So 
um, you know, for like 10 hours of work. I mean, yeah. you can't really beat that. So, um, and then you get yourself a letter shop. You, you don't, in my opinion, <laughs> you don't want to be writing out envelopes and stuffing envelopes right. and slicing your tongue, trying to, you know, glue the envelope together and all that. <laughs> um, because it's, it's just, it's dumb, dumb work that you don't need to do. And it's going to, it, it's going to give you a, a bad taste in your mouth, literally and figuratively. You're just better off hiring somebody to do. And there are a bunch of different letter shops that focus on direct response that will do that for you. And, you know, for 500 letters, it's going to cost you somewhere around six, $700, Mm-hmm. which is not a lot of money to promote yourself. You can right. blow that in five minutes on Facebook sure. and send out a letter that introduces yourself to these people. And these are, you know, like in the direct marketing marketplace, you can literally target the marketing manager at the company. Right. I mean, it doesn't get any, any, yeah, any more, more direct. Yeah. Exactly. And you send out that letter and you follow up with calls. And if you're to do that three, four five times throughout the year, I guarantee you, you're going to start getting clients. In fact, I just taught somebody how to do that. He sent out 250 letters and he's got projects already. There you go. It, this is, it's not, you know, it's not difficult. Now, what you say in the letter is important and how you approach them and uh, what you do when you get them on the phone, all that stuff. But that's really the easiest thing. And then you want to do that consistently. The one thing, I'll tell you the biggest mistake that I made mm-hmm. before I, I answer your question about how I uh, yeah, no problem. learned to write copy. You're on a roll. The biggest mistake I made is I didn't put together a list of prospects and customers and stay in touch with them every month. It doesn't cost a lot of money to do it. It doesn't take a lot of effort to do it. In my defense, if there is such a thing, I did get overwhelmed for a while, probably you know, four or five years. I was just constantly working, which was good, but it was, you know, it's also bad. Uh, <laughs> you know how that goes. But I would say that, that that's the one mistake that I made that, that has affected, because I've had up years and down years. And the reason there were down years was not because of the economy, it was because of my lack of self-promotion during those times. Right. And so the other tip that I would give anybody who's looking to get into this business is to build a list and mail it consistently. And I, I think you, you can't go wrong with that. And I should have known better because when I was, uh, I also did some real estate investing and I knew guys who would send out 10,000 to 20,000 postcards every other month in their respective areas. And they were always flooded with, with business. They were always flooded with leads. They always, you know, there was never a downtime because they consistently did that. Right. So that's, that's a key to it. But again, you don't want to be the one stuffing the envelopes and doing all that stuff. Hire that out. It's right. relatively cheap. And uh, you don't have to do it every month. Depending on your budget, you could do it every other month or every two months. Right. Just get something going. Anyway. No, that's, that's great. That. That's great. Uh, great ideas. And that's, uh, you know, that's what it takes. It takes just uh, persistent, make it part of your, your regular habit to, to uh, remain in contact with uh, potential prospects. Exactly. So the way that I, that I learned to write copy was, first of all, I learned it by swiping, which we'll get into. Right. Um, you know, I looked at Craig Proctor's ads and I looked at other guys that were using direct response and I just simply swiped their ads. Right. Uh, that's not, I didn't copy their ads. There's a particular way to swipe to where you're not, you know, you're creating something new, but that's what I did. However, in terms of building the, building the, the skill, the first thing that I did was, you know, my main mentor was Gary Halber and he said, copy out sales letters. And when I first started doing this, I didn't know where to find sales letters. So I copied out his newsletters. 
that was, that's how I started. And then eventually I ended up getting a swipe file and I still do that to this day. I copy out sales letters in my own handwriting, <clears throat> create three by five cards of headlines, big ideas, okay. uh, introductions, and that has to continuously be done. Right. It's like playing the guitar. I know some people who are really good at playing uh, different instruments and they always practice their scales. They always, I mean, that, mm-hmm. that never ends. The fundamentals, yeah. And of course, reading sales letters, that, that's something that I do, you know, maybe every couple of days I'll, I'll pick out something that stands out uh, to me from something I see online and, and I'll just, I'll start reading those. Now, part of that is to get yourself seated. And now it's so easy to get yourself seated on lists. It's, it's laughable. Right. All you got to do is look up, you know, Agora Financial, look up, um, you know, in fact, if you look up Agora Financial and they've got on one of their main pages, they have all their or uh, a few of their, their free newsletters. Right. Just sign up to all of them and then all of a sudden you're going to get newsletters from everybody. Right. right. And just sign up to everything. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's literally it. And then go through them every day as you have time yeah. and, and, and read them and write out the stuff that's interesting. One of the things that, that I've been doing lately, mm-hmm. and, and this might help up-and-coming copywriters, is you know, 80% of the success of, of any promotion is the big idea, the headline, and the lead. Right. The body copy could be almost the same. In fact, it can be the same. Right. I know because we split tested. <laughs> but if your big idea, your headline, and your lead are on the money, it, 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 that's where you have the biggest impact. So what I've been doing lately is I create a swipe file of just the headline and the lead of the sales letter. And, that's great. That was so funny because I've done the same thing recently. So that's very, that's very funny. Okay. And <laughs> what, what you'll find is the lead will go from the headline all the way, usually all the way up until the point where uh, the editor or whoever's presenting that, that sales letter introduces himself or herself. Right. And just studying that and writing out the leads is huge because there really is a way to do it. One of the things that that also helped me was I bought a uh, an ebook called Great Leads. Yeah. By Michael Masterson, I forget awesome. who else. Yeah, John, John Ford. John Ford. Maybe. Yeah. That's a great book. That's a that's a book that everybody should read. And David Deutsch told me about that. And you're you're going to see how it's really done <laughs> when you read that book, and then you start looking at the sales letters that are coming out of Agora and Banyan Hill and those kinds of companies. You'll see how it's really done, and that'll go uh, you know a long way towards helping you to. Um, to write the first part of the letter, which is going to have the biggest impact on the success of that promotion. Right, right. Now, for some of the people that may be newer who are listening, going to listen to this, you know, I think a lot of people are probably familiar with Agora. What are some of the other companies that maybe people might not be as familiar with? Well, like you've that? got, let me see here. You've got Lombardi Publishing, Eagle Financial Publishing, uh, Investor Place, which I think used to be Phillips. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, let's see here. And, and, and a lot of these, here's here's a little, <laughs> here, here's something interesting. Okay. What I heard that Agora is doing now is you've got Agora, right? And then yeah. you've got a whole bunch of subsidiaries. You don't even know that they belong to Agora. Right. So a lot, a lot of the companies, yeah, a lot of the companies that are out there, might actually, in fact, belong under that that umbrella. Um, and the reason being is I heard something where, you know, the, the guys managing all of these 
different little companies have figured out that once you get above about five to 10 million, it becomes hard to manage it. So they'd rather splinter off and create another little entity rather right. than have something that's hard to manage. Yeah. Anyway, here, here, here's the thing. Get on Agora's list, daily reckoning, daily wealth, investment, you, any of those, mm-hmm. and you're going to get hit by everybody else. Right. And uh, you'll have more than enough for the next five lifetimes. <laughs> um, so let's see here. You, you, you also had asked me about, in terms of books that I read, I pretty much read every book. Oh, first of all, I read every book that Gary Halber recommended on right. copywriting. He has a newsletter, and I don't know if it's still online, uh, uh, but it was a newsletter about how, how to get started. And he had, you know, obviously, uh, scientific advertising, <laughs> the Robert Collier letter book, Tested Advertising Methods, How to Write a Good Advertisement by Vic Schwab, all those uh, books. I, I've read all those books. I went through um, AWAI's six-figure course, which is the basic, uh, John Carlton's right. uh, copywriting course, and also, in my opinion, the best one I've gone through was Scott Haynes. Right. That's Short all. Copywriting Secrets. That, that's that was incredible. Yeah. That's yeah, great. that was really good. Um, besides that, I mean, it's just a matter of doing the exercises and, you know, reading copy, writing copy, and then studying. And what I mean by studying it is taking a promotion. And once you understand, see, here's the thing. If you're new to copywriting, you don't really understand what's going on right. with a promotion. That's why you need to go through one of these courses and read a book like Great Lead so you actually understand what's going on. It seems like it's one smooth promotion, but it's actually made up of parts. And you have to understand what's going on in each part. And so that's what studying copy means. It means taking a promotion out and then asking yourself, okay, what's the big idea when I read this headline or the lead? Because sometimes the big idea is not in the headline. Usually it is, but not always. So you need to read the whole lead to see it. And then, you know, what kind of a lead is this? Now there's like just a handful of leads but if you don't know what they are, you're right. going to read it and it, it doesn't mean anything to you. It doesn't make sense, yeah. Um, you know, why do they choose this lead vice one of the others? Right. That's the kind of stuff you need to do because you're going to start seeing what's working. Yeah, I think, um, I, think that, John, I think John Ford actually has now, I may be jumping the gun here, but I think John Ford actually has a course he's putting out now that follows on from the book uh, that sort of dives a little deeper into the great leads uh, ideas. Okay. That's good to know. I wasn't aware of that. Um, so that's that's the kind of thing you you, you need to do. Um, I mean, co- look, writing copy is about reading, writing, and researching. And if you don't like to do that, then go do something else because this is going to be <laughs> a, a very tough road to hoe. But I I love that. I'm I'm an info junkie in that regard, and you know you got to be excited about about doing that kind of stuff. You know, you've been so generous with your time and, and obviously the uh, insights that you have uh, dropped on us here have just been invaluable, especially for people who are like most of the people I think who listen to this, who, who are in copywriting, who listen to our show. I mean, they're getting into it a couple of years in at the most maybe. And, and uh, even for some maybe seasoned veterans who, who check in from time to time. I mean, there's been some amazing things you've said today that bear putting into instant action. Uh, if there's one thing, you know, one more thing that maybe I didn't ask you or, uh, you know, that you had in the back of your mind, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't have thought of or something, uh, some piece of parting advice you'd give to, uh, copywriters. What, what would that be? Um, the, the number, well, 
I don't think there's really one thing, but okay. I, I would say I would say it's just sort of uh, to wrap it up. I would say first of all, make sure this is what you want to do. In other words, you know, do, do you get that thrill up your leg that Chris Matthews got when President Obama got elected? Uh, <laughs> when it comes to researching and writing and you know figuring out how to sell something, right? If you don't have that. Like I'm excited every morning, just about, um, <laughs> to get to my project, you know, and I, yeah. I see people going to work, hating it, dreading it. I'm like, God damn, I'm glad I don't live that life. But you know, I, I'm, you know, so if you're not excited about it, I would say just do something else. Cause it's going to be too tough. That's the first thing. The second thing is get into a habit of reading, writing and studying copy. Right. Um, and then the third thing is start promoting yourself and do it consistently. In fact, if you sent out just one letter, physical letter, not an email, one mm -hmm. physical letter a day, you'd be sending out 365 of them over the course of the year. And if you follow up by phone, it, it would be almost impossible not to get some kind of work. I mean, right. you know, so yeah. just consistently promote yourself. I think if you did that, I can't see your success would be assured, but you'd certainly be far ahead of most people who are in this business who just aren't, aren't, aren't doing those things. People want to get in touch with you, John. What are the best ways to get in touch with you? Um, well, you can visit my website at johnangelcopywriting.com. Or if you want to shoot me an email, if you have questions, john at johnangelcopywriting.com nice. would be the way to go. And, you know, I, I don't have that. That course is no longer available that we talked about on mm -hmm. swiping. Mm -hmm. um, again, part of the reason is because I think the copywriters that were getting it, Mm -hmm. you were better served by a more sophisticated approach to swiping. Right. So they were, <laughs> they, were, they were buying something that was really meant for somebody else right. in most cases. <laughs> uh, but I do on occasion, I do on occasion do coaching with copywriters as far as helping them to get clients, which right. seems to be a kind of a, a weakness for a lot of copywriters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's something that on, on occasion I, I'm, I'm available for. Okay. Awesome. Well, I really want to thank you so very much for coming on the show today. And uh, you gave just some amazing advice in here that would kickstart anybody's copywriting career, I'm sure. You know, it's really been a pleasure, man. I really want to thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, Dave. Take care. No problem. And for everybody else, we'll be back again with another edition of the podcast next week, hopefully uh, with information anywhere near what John dropped today would be, uh, <laughs> would be amazing. Until then, there is one simple question that will determine the success of your business. In fact, at a recent meetup I attended, not one in 16 business owners had an exact answer. What's even worse is almost none of them had any answer at all. If you're interested in that question and you wanna find a simple answer that will ultimately determine the future success of your business, you need to go over to makewordspay.com and sign up right now. You will immediately start getting business building emails that not only show you the simple question and how to get the answer, but will also show you how to leverage that answer to radically grow your business in a matter of a few short weeks. Just go over to makewordspay.com and sign up right now. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.